So I'm not quite sure how to say this, guys. Jose Mari? Mori? <laughs> Mori? Not Mori Povich, no. Mari. <laughs> it's got to be Mari, right? Jose. It's Jose M, man. Or Mari. But, you know. but first, we're going to talk about the earth-shattering news that no one expected, the transfer of Gianluca Busia. We watched him grow up, and now he's leaving us. How do you guys feel? It's bringing up all this emotions inside. The post on Instagram got me going last night. This Are you cheering space. up, Cody? Share, share your Sounds like we need to hear yours first, Cody. No, I'm very happy for him. It's obviously not going to hit anyone too hard because we've been waiting for it and we've known it's coming for legitimately like a year now. We didn't know where he was going, but it was just kind of a foregone conclusion that he was being sold to somewhere, likely Italy. So... You know what? Good for him. It seems from what we heard in the press conference today, it seems like, you know, he's an important piece to them. And uh, yeah, it looks like a good fit. I'm, I'm very happy for him and sad to see him go. Yeah. Well, I think some of the uh, feelings are very similar that I have, but also, you know, perfect timing. I mean, could it be any better? He's playing well. He's a first teamer debut of the u.s i mean yeah and it's going to be good for sporting if he goes on and is successful thank you uh <laughs> so you know it's, we're gonna have benefits there too with the sell-on factor and just our club getting a bigger rep you know worldwide too i think i actually asked peter about that in the press conference if it would help like prime the pump to you know sell more people and he's like you you would like to think so wouldn't you <laughs> <laughs> That was the only one asking questions in that press conference today. Yeah, you know. He runs things. I mean, honest, for me, the only negative for me of the whole thing is, is, you know, I think we have a chance to do something well this year in MLS, and uh, I just hope this doesn't derail it. Uh, it might, honestly. But uh, well, We've had two pretty good results without him recently, so that's that builds the confidence a bit. <laughs> We've had one not so good result without him too, but yeah, that's, that's true. That's also we've had those with him, so that's neither here nor there, quite honestly. <laughs> well, we don't even have time to question what will we do without him because they brought in somebody else, and I'm pretty sure Thad thinks it's a like for like replacement. Thad, is that what you were telling me? <laughs> I think that was exactly not what I was telling you. Oh, about priming I, the uh, pump. Did I misunderstand? <laughs> oh, okay. But no, he ain't a like for like. He's a 25-year-old that had promise at one point but has never fulfilled that promise and has played like 25 games over the last three years. Busio's that played is, more than course, that in the last two years. That is, of course, speaking of Jose Mari. That's what I'm going with, Mari. I landed on that one. <laughs> Jose. Yes, 25-year-old, yes, Argentine, Italian. The text that I got right when the news came in was, Another guy that not happy, a guy with a big club, but it didn't work out. And now he's trying all these smaller clubs. They think that that's a symbol of a problem. But lest I remind you, 
both center backs right now are in that exact situation and playing very well. <laughs> both center backs came from larger clubs, more prestigious clubs, and didn't make it with those clubs, but came here and are killing it. One of the interesting differences is also that he has not been injury prone. He's only had a couple of injuries in that time, though, where Andreo has been a little bit injury prone prior to coming here. I think Izzy was a little bit also. And then yeah. obviously one of the reasons Fontas has not been as successful the last couple of years here was a lot of injuries that he's now finally over. Knock on wood someplace, right? So what did you guys glean from the highlight video that Thad posted in the uh, Blue Testament story? Yeah, does anyone want to be a real talking head here and, and pretend to not be happy with this signing? Like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like what I've seen of this guy. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be good. <laughs> Sure, I'll go that route. Um, and it's not that I'm not happy with it. It's just I don't have any faith that he will make a major impact in this season. First of all, he has a summer transfer window. A lot of uh, sporting summer transfer windows guys don't make huge impacts. Um, two, he's not played a lot for a while. He's in preseason with them, but that doesn't, I don't know what his fitness level will be. It'll be a couple of weeks probably before he's actually here because they still have to get his P1 visa and all that stuff arranged. So he'll be coming in in the hottest part of the year. Ah, okay. Here. That was good. And that was good info you dropped there. Say that again for the people in the back. When will he arrive? They anticipate a couple of weeks because he has, okay. they still have to get his P1 visa. Okay. So don't know what training he'll be doing between now and then. Uh, maybe if he's not, you know, if this old club will let him still train, but I don't know. You just don't know about that. But anyway, by the time he gets here, it'll be the heat of the summer. Sporting will be right in the middle of, you know, trying to fight for staying on top of the West in theory. Um, it's just hard for guys to come in and make a huge impact that fast because they don't know the team. The positive side is it looks like he plays in a style that fits sporting style. So he probably shouldn't take long to adapt but I just don't know how much of an impact he'll make this year. Hopefully something. So at the very least, possibly spelling some of our regular guys so they can rest a little bit for the playoffs. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. And, and maybe, maybe, you know, his first five games is on coming off the bench just to relieve Roger Gotti, yeah. Cam Duke, uh, Remy Walter, <laughs> et cetera. But if, if he makes no impact, what I mean, the midfield doesn't look terrible. It just looks like it could be a little deeper. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it could be one for the future. As many posters have said on uh, on the Blue Testament, Espinosa's replacement's got to come from somewhere. This is another candidate for that. For that. And, uh, you know, maybe the six as well. So that's, uh, that's also interesting that we basically have three players that can all play the six. <laughs> It's turning into a Vermees staple. <laughs> well, it's because uh, it's funny because one of the rumored players to come here, uh, I can't remember his name right now, but it was a left back that was uh, out of contract. So he could still come here since he's out of contract because the, the mm -hmm. window only covers uh, transfers between clubs. If he's out of contract already, he could still show up if that rumor had any validity, which we couldn't find anything on it besides just one person's tweet. But that was a left back who had uh, some Premier League experience and some high club experience and all that stuff. But like the ghost of Sinovic is still trying to find a replacement left back out there. 
So Thad, let's let's ask you this question since you probably have a deeper knowledge than I do. Argentine history, sporting Kansas City, Marinelli, who else? And and, and it hasn't been a terribly good history, has it? Is it Argentine <laughs> or Argentine? Well, there is a debate. Argentinian, Argentine. Yeah. Argentinian. <laughs> well, see, that was another one. I used to say Tinian. Argentinian. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's it's teen or tine. I still just don't know between the two. <laughs> anyway, I anyway, thought I would besides, just derail you guys. Besides Marinelli, who else from Argentina, thank you, have we had on this rusher? Amor. Amor was an, was an Argentinian. Damn it. I just Claudia, Claudia Lopez, was he Argentine? Argentine. I was, I was thinking he was. Yeah. <laughs> um, we need to set us. What are we saying on this show? Is it Argentine <laughs> or Tine or Tinian? <laughs> yeah, I'm going Tine myself. I don't care what you guys do. Claudio was an Argentine footballer. Uh, Claudio Lopez. Yeah. Uh, El Piojo, the Laos. Uh, other than him and Carlos Marinelli, I'm sure there was some others. That's the main ones I can think of right now. Yeah. And Carlos Marinelli was the one of the most talented players to flame out at <laughs> Kansas City and quite a few other clubs as well. And also the ugliest footballer potentially that sporting ever had. <laughs> Love those Argentinos. <laughs> it, it was actually there was like a big thing about how he was one of the ugliest footballers in the world when we when we signed him. <laughs> so okay. Then, you know, kind of a typical sporting thing. You know, these other teams get these glamorous Argentinian Tyne players, and we get this guy, you know. This guy? <laughs> like you're, like you're seeing and you're disappointed. <laughs> okay, but in some fairness, because I was being negative on him earlier, <laughs> when we see other teams sign some big Argentinian mm, guy. Not that they're that big anyway. But, you know. Yeah, but are they really that big? I mean, they're not messy. Yeah, well, sure. I'm uh, sorry. Are, are you talking about all of these other teams, these other teams that are below Sporting Kansas City? In the <laughs> exactly. Are those the teams that you're asking why they're getting better players than because they need better that players? Are, I'm just saying, Zell Ryan, you know, brought Columbus and MLS Cup. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, so we, we should talk about this. Does leave us, you know, Mari's not going to be here for a few weeks, won't make an impact for a few weeks after that. So, what are we doing without Busio? Survived with him while he was at the Gold Cup. But how do, how do we do this for an extended period of time? Well, to deepen that question, we got that League's Cup Tuesday night. So it's going to be interesting to see what uh, lineup is rolled out. Yeah, and honestly, Vermees sounded uh, like just exhausted. Like, uh, <laughs> like he, in, speaking, in speaking for his lineup and, and the injuries on it, he just sounded exhausted. Like he, somebody asked him about the Lyon game and he was like, uh, uh, honestly, I'm just trying to get through this Colorado game. And then we'll focus on that. Like, you know, he, and that was immediately following, you know, talk of the injuries and lack of people and, you know, the, the a busy lineup and all this. So it, it was funny. He just sounded quite defeated on that front. Kyrie Shelton in the hospital. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> while he did sound a little more uh, 
tired with that question. That is really a standard question is he's, he won't talk about two games from now. He'll only talk about the next game. Sure. Sure. Uh, you know, it's like, Oh, we'll get through this one. Then we'll decide who we can play in the next one. Cause it's always the next game. It's always the game in front of him. He's always, he always speaks like that. So he yeah. might've sounded a little more tired on that, but pretty, pretty normal for Peter in that regard. I, I do think, I do wonder how seriously they will take that competition, but they also are hamstrung by the fact that they can't call up uh, SKC two players or Academy players. Mm-hmm. It's only t- people that are on the first team. So you could do things like start Barber and Duke if he's healthy and stuff like that, but you still only have so many forwards. You still only have so many right. midfielders. You could probably put out, you can put out a whole nother string of uh, center backs. Well, nothing can stop Daniel right now. He can play. <laughs> How about that finish the other night? Ooh, that was sweet. All yeah. of those goals were, were, were awesome. Other than Kyrie almost dying on the field. Oh, that was one thing I wanted to talk about. So Vermees w- was talking about that in the press conference and, uh, you know, wasn't saying anything specific, but was like, it was, you know, it was worse than everyone thought and that he wasn't right after the game or he wasn't all right after is are, are we talking about a concussion i mean i'm not not, no. not to no. not to okay no. okay it seemed like that's what he was alluding to but afraid to say so if it no. wasn't a concussion i wish he would have like clarified that well it, it's one of those i wish i would have asked that question and to clarify it in the thing but it, it didn't dawn on me till a bit later because uh the injury report had come out shortly before that saying it was a dominable in a dominable uh, <laughs> abdomen injury i can't say that word abdominal yeah (laughs) i keep wanting to throw a snowman after that abominable snowman i can say that i can't say the abdomen word um anyway it said it was an abdomen injury and i asked you know was that abdomen injury is from the collision with the keeper he said yes and then they talked about how it was worse so i never even thought about it being a concussion in that terms because it was abdomen injury asked about that etc and he talked about how he'd been in the hospital so all of a sudden i saw people like all over twitter going oh you know they didn't follow the concussion protocols he got a concussion etc so i followed back up i asked and was told that no it was he was in the hospital for an abdominal injury and when i three in a row now that good job when I said I might, you know, I'll say it's not a concussion. He wasn't in the hospital for a concussion. They said, don't use that phrasing because it sounds like he has a concussion, but he wasn't in the hospital for the concussion. Right, right, said, right. Cool, I get that. So he did not have a concussion. I was actually told what the specific injury was, but it was all off the record. So I don't, I won't say what it was, but it had nothing to do with his head. It's actually an injury I've had. And yes, it's painful, but I could very well see in the, game playing through it just going ow this kind of hurts and then afterwards realizing like oh this hurts a lot more than i realized adrenaline is a powerful thing yeah because i i had a very similar injury playing flag football honestly (laughs) but (laughs) with somebody who decided not to go for a flag so fucking keepers bro yeah and then he just got a yellow so He'll just leave I, right I, there. He just looks so bad. It, it looked unathletic. The way we treat them. I'm so tired of it. Why don't you ever talk this bad when Jimmy's on the pod with us? 
someday we can do pods in person again, man. We'll have uh, a, a representation, Jimmy Nielsen, John Paul's camp, Tim Milia, and then you can tell them about how much they're just trees and worthless. Cody faces the, the board of goalkeepers. I'm down for that. I'm confident. In my All stance. right, Jimmy Nielsen, you don't deserve to be a sporting legend yet. <laughs> That's the real Amelia, Is it going to be 10 years for you? <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we get Tony Miola in there, too. <laughs> They're just trees. So, okay, can I ask this question? Eric Palmer Brown, there was some rumor that he was going to uh, the same Italian team as Busio. Is there anything to that? We heard any more about that? I've not heard any more about it, but um, there was, I want to say one of the people who had put it out there was relatively reliable that it yeah. was possibly happening. I think it'd be great, quite honestly. Um, and I, going back to what we were talking about earlier about Peter, because I asked Peter about why he'd always said that he wanted whatever transfer they made to be good for the club and good for Busio. So, you know, they, they would have been willing to take less money if it was good for Busio, but maybe not a lot less money. Um, <laughs> but I asked why this was good. And like Cody was saying, he didn't want to come out right and speak for the club, but he is their highest transfer ever uh, as a club. He would be the highest transfer coming in at this window um, previous, at least as up to this point. So you're not going to pay that much for somebody and then not play them. Yeah. I mean, you know, it might take him a month to break into the lineup or, you know, might be the first week, who knows, but it might take a month or so to, to break in the lineup, but he, they have another young American Tanner Tessman there. Uh, there's a, another young North American slash Italian guy there. I can't remember what his name is right now. Uh, who's there. So they're, they have American ownership, uh, leadership, and so they, they seem to be catering to that. So that made that whole EPB rumor sound even more valid. Mm. And to me, it'd be, it'd be great to be having several Americans there kind of that are all in the national team pool, extended pool to, to work their way up. I also saw something about uh, Josh Sargent leaving Werder Bremen. I was like, ooh, maybe he can go there too. Although I think he's probably going to a mediocre England team. Verder, Brennan. Whatever. So, final thoughts. What have we not talked about? Daniel Shallowy. Here we go. Yes, Shallowy <laughs> to the All-Star game. He should have been voted in and not waited to be selected by the coach. But I thought it was I had a I had a media vote for it this year. I voted for him in the media vote. I voted for him in a, as a fan vote. He should have been voted in. But I find it highly entertaining that the coach that selected him to be in the All-Star game was the coach he faced right shortly after being announced to the all-star game and that he scored on. So <laughs> any final thoughts? Colorado. That is not a thought. Kellen Acosta. Kellen Acosta, Diego Rubio, Still Michael Berrios, all players names. that I do not like except for Diego Rubio. That's a thought. You name three people say so you don't like all of them, <laughs> but then you say one except for one. Hell of a finish. What a wrap up to the pod. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs>